defense set, they're going to be okay as long as they can get this girl, Bradley Kovalov, going with a nice layup off the glass. Y'all hear this dude trying to take my job? And here he is. Now somebody finds Kovalov and a finish with just a long perimeter by the boxers. Bradley Kovalov going to put it on the deck, try and make a play. She goes downhill, goes up with the left, can't finish, draws the foul, will go to the line. I just want to hear him trying to take my job, that's all. Right at the top of it. That was impressive, I heard. Perimeter for Pacific. You sound like he did that a few times. Finishing is Kovalov. What do you think? Yeah, 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 Wow, dude, that's the first time I've heard that, bro. That doesn't sound terrible. That sounded great. Also, Kovalov is a great last name to be able to Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, that was a Kovalov. game. Bro. Yeah, that, that was a game, Bradley dog. Kovalov highlight clip because she went for 29. You sounded crisp, though. You sounded Thank good. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's yeah. awesome, bro. You got to send me that. Dude. Yeah, I will, man. <laughs> I, I definitely that. will. I knew I was going to catch you off guard with that one a That's little bit tight. to start the year. That makes me feel good. After the start I've had, bro, I'm feeling pretty good about hearing that. <laughs> By the Thank way, you, I said though. crisp. Certain words with a mask on sound sick. But yeah, we're crisp. masked up in here. <laughs> yeah, we got to be. We got to be. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, uh, variant, the Omarion variant, as pop culture would say. <laughs> he bigger than B2K right now. Yeah, oh. man. He was on. He was on New Year's Rock and Eve. Like I didn't do nothing for New Year's Eve. We broadcast it. Yeah, we did. As as you all just heard, we broadcast it on New Year's Eve, and then after that. I chill, watch New Year's Rock and Eve, and uh, Omarion made an appearance on there because everybody is calling him the variant right now. And he's like, no, I'm just an artist. Yeah, yeah. Omarion variant is funny. I mean, on the bright side for him, it might be a way to, you feel me, yeah. bring him back. Oh, bring yeah, no, back. definitely. It's, it's great it's, marketing. Yeah, great to marketing. Be able to, he wouldn't have been on New Year's Rock and Eve otherwise. That's exactly. Hey, Omarion is funny. That's I mean, crazy. not that he's not a legend and all the things, but... That I mean, was the reason is he, he was a on legend? There. I don't know about a legend. I mean, yeah, he's, a, he's, he's, a, a legend. he's a legend. He's, he's a veteran in the R game, to he's be sure. R&B. He's an R&B legend. He's a ah, no, I get it. Legend, no. That's too much, no. man. We need to be yeah. more careful with he's words a, in 2022. A, That's too a, much to give him. He's a pop star. He's a star. He's a he's a star. He's, he's an R&B star. Yeah, he's an R&B star, undoubtedly, but he's nowhere near a legend. Yeah, not a legend. When you think legend, oh, Mario, when you think legend you think like Usher. His older brother's like more okay, of a legend. Okay, in how the about sense this? He was Roger, bro. Could Omarion do a versus? Because I feel like if you could do a versus, you're a legend at this point. And I'm just throwing that out there because we've seen nothing but legends on versus to this point. Could Omarion do a versus? I mean, I would have to to do it versus you got to do it versus somebody. Songs. I can't think of he'll have to do it versus another non-legend. You know what I mean? When I think of <laughs> then, then that's but, not yeah. what I if, if he can do twenty songs. Nah, nah. He would have to a non-legendary versus songs, means you got to do I don't think he got twenty versus songs. Like yeah, that. nah. He's not a legend. So. He's not a legend, and I'm sure the listeners will agree. Sorry, and that's why we're keeping masked up to keep Amarion far from us. That's what <laughs> <laughs> But we got love for him. Hey, but he did. No. Hey, what about you got served? What oh, about you got film. served? He was definitely a part of the culture, man. Growing up, he was definitely. I mean, that backflip was icon. legendary. Let's say, yeah. let's say an icon. That's Not, bigger than legendary to no, me. It ain't. No, yeah, I so. no, yeah, I no. think icon he holds be more iconic weight. and no. not be legendary. No, I disagree. I disagree. Ooh, I, I mean, uh, I, you're iconic. He you're, served. A, it was a point in time where he was an icon in the game for sure. That don't mean he's legendary. No, no, I disagree with that. I think legendary. You can be think, legendary, but being an icon is like being a one of one essentially. Like you can I mean, be a legend, everybody, and not, nah. everybody has a one a one of one element to them. But I would say you're being making a legend your own is, definition Michael of icon. Jordan, is what Michael it Jordan's like an icon. Well, look it up. We can look it up. That's the mm. we can look it up. That's why we here. Think, well, I'm thinking this. Like there, I have to reference everything to basketball because my brain is dumb. But I'm thinking like Reggie Miller's nine points in eight seconds. I think everyone can agree that that is iconic. Thank you. But Reggie Miller as an icon in the NBA, no. Reggie Miller was an icon, though, but he might. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I think mean, he's a legend, too. Or, I mean, a legend. He's a legend. Sorry, yeah, he's a legend. legend. He's, he's not an icon. icon. That's yeah. what I'm sorry. That's my point. Yeah, he's an icon, too. That's, though. That's, like, that's okay, the, the definition of icon a person or thing regarded as a representative symbol or as worthy of veneration, uh, painting of Jesus Christ or another holy figure. No, a person who is very successful and admired. That was an icon. He was an icon. And, if that, and we talking about that's from the Merriam Webster Dictionary. What hey, is shout it? out Merriam Webster. Yeah. We need sponsorship. Icon definition and meaning. A person who is very successful and admired. That is what Omarion is. He's very successful and he was heavily admired, especially in the era. Then of what the is a legend? 
a legend is a, le- <laughs> a legend is more so what you were saying. All right, icon it's like was, in a my legend opinion, is like, like you transcend the time that you were in. Yeah, like a a legend is one of one that Michael Jordan's, the Kobe Bryant's, like. It's other people in the league that was iconic for some shit for sure, but they weren't legends because they was an icon. You know nah, what I'm see, saying? I, I look at it the other way around. But, but Merriam Webster don't. No, I mean, so, succe- right. highly, <laughs> I mean, they highly successful and admired. Way. To me, a legend is highly sex- but successful. But it's a lot of people who highly successful leg- and admired. That's give me the not, definition yeah. of legend then. Okay, see, I love how the podcast started. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I was just about to say 2022 and just basketball and just yeah, that's cool though. That's good with me. Is a legend. Man, all I know is is that Reggie Miller is not legendary, but I, I agree that he's an icon, and that's all. That's my stance on that debate. Is where does Reggie? So this Miller is further, fall? like I said, an extremely famous or notorious person, especially in one particular field. That's 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 taking it to the extreme. A yeah, icon, I think so. It's transcending yeah, of like your time. It, and that that's you all I'm saying. Well, maybe that's I need it. to read the dictionary again. I, mean, I don't know. Hey, I don't just care. Just a reference. That's what we're here for. Sometimes <laughs> right we can be wrong. <laughs> there it is, though. So that that's what I mean. A legend is just a little bit more extensive than an icon, and 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 the, and the, and the, and the <laughs> shit say the same. And you still got the look on your I don't face. Because I because it's a lot of dish, it's a lot of definitions. No, I went there. to I the main. I, I went to I mean, the one yeah, we didn't focus on. I don't know. Elementary but shit. Either way, you win. If it makes you feel good, it's the Wake Up and Win podcast. Yeah, I got my first podcast. <laughs> hey now, say now. You're tuned in to the Wake Up and Yo. Win podcast, and this is your host Devon Pouncy. <laughs> D Boy is here. Spencer is here. Yeah. It's a new year. And we're doing new things with the Wake Up and Win podcast, so we might as well start by getting into some announcements. The biggest announcement is we're taking this thing to another level this year. We are launching a Patreon. In fact, it's launched. The Patreon is officially launched. Just search Wake Up and Win with Devon Pouncey or go to patreon.com slash wakeupandwinpod, and you could subscribe to our one and only tier because the thing is going to grow as we go. But right. being that this is called the Wake Up and Win podcast, my first tier is called Just Win, baby, because Ooh. I'm a diehard Raider fan, Ooh. and that's where we're starting. Ooh. Okay. You Wait. was comfortable telling the non-Raider fans that? I would have left that. I don't that. care. <laughs> it might it's my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's my podcast. If you don't want to subscribe, I'm a Raider fan, and you're going to know that. You are yeah, going to know true. that. You're going to know that. And so, that. I mean, if you're following me, you know I'm a Raider anyway, if you follow the podcast. <laughs> but it I was don't just care. A, yeah, I don't care at all. <laughs> but it was a spin, obviously, off of the famous quote from Al Davis, just win, baby. And then after that, just to let you know what it's going to become, um, I want to do like playoff round tiers. So like you got just win, baby, to get you started, but then we'll have like the wild card tier. Then we'll have like the divisional round tier. Then we'll have the conference championship tier. Then we'll have the finals tier or the championship. And obviously I'll get a little bit more creative with the names as I, as I go, but that's sort of my – then you'll have the – I don't know the the dynasty tier. <laughs> like, how, how much does the base tier cost? Five dollars, mm. just five dollars a Ooh. month. You'll get you'll get bonus content weekly. Weekly, okay. you'll get bonus content. So this week, we're going to start off. The bonus content will actually be the best of 2021 recap. We usually do that at the end of the year. We could not make that happen because things came up. Weather was shitty. Right, Omarion is spreading Omicron, or however you say it. But you know, I'm gonna just call it. We're calling it Omarion for the sake of this podcast. <laughs> we we dig into the culture here. Omarion is spreading, and we just couldn't get it done for for all of those reasons. Obviously, it was the holidays too, but we couldn't get it done. So that's gonna be the first episode. It'll launch on Monday, so that'll be Monday, January 10th. Those episodes will come out every Monday. So right now, we release our weekly episodes on Friday. You'll still continue to get that for free on Friday, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. And then we'll drop the Patreon episodes on Monday. So that way you can listen to us a little bit more if you didn't get enough of us on Friday to go into your weekend. And now you get to hear us coming out of your weekend as well. So we're just trying something new here. Let's roll. Trying something new. I'm down. Two podcasts a week, one on the page, one straight up and down. I'm in. And I like the accountability that it brings to us. Mm-hmm. As podcasters and as people that do this show, I like the accountability element because 
Now we got to dig in, fellas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's time for, man. Yeah, now no we got to dig yeah, in. Mean, Not saying that we haven't before, but right, right. you got to take it up a notch. There's nothing wrong with leveling up. So. But with that, it adds value. I know for the things that I subscribe to, whether it's on my Roku, you know, the different things, mm. you kind of look forward to uh, to trying extra hard to find something and make that continuously be worthwhile. So that's I really like that because I mean that the people who are subscribing are and will be dedicated listeners really appreciating and digging into this content. So that's even better. Absolutely. And and I think with this podcast, it's already so intersectional. Obviously, sports, politics, culture are, are the three categories that we tend to cover. And we try to cover and, and cover them in ways that they do intersect, where I think with the Patreon, you still can get some of that, but you also might get a more politically heavy topic, a more sports heavy topic, a more cultural heavy topic where we're not finding the ways that they intersect and we might just dig deeper into political stuff. We maybe might more dig controversial. Deeper, maybe more controversial, all the things. And so you're gonna get exclusive content. It'll definitely be exclusive and it'll be things that are different than what you've heard on this podcast before. I've already got plenty of ideas. My brain hasn't stopped going with this thing. But yeah, we're gonna get into some content that you just might not have heard us cover on this podcast before, or sometimes it just might be a lot of big things happening at the same time, and we can't fit all of it in a regular episode. So if you want to hear our takes on some of the bigger things happening in society, you might just have to hear it on the Patreon exclusive. So I'm excited about it again. Patreon.com slash pod is the way you can get there, or just go to Patreon.com. They have the search bar you can type in Wake Up and Win with Devon Pouncey, and we are officially launched. We launched today, so I'm Congrats. excited about that, excited about that. Um, I usually have game announcements, but Omarion has, like, postponed everything. So we ha- I had a game I was supposed to do on New Year's Day, January 1st. Didn't quite happen. Had another game that I was supposed to do. This coming Monday, January 10th, when the first Patreon episode is going to drop. It's not happening. So I don't know when the next time not I'm going to be weekend? broadcasting is. No, my game was supposed to be Monday. So it wasn't any weekend games. Pacific you, is man. on the road. That's crazy. So I only do the home games for Pacific. Their men's and women's are on the road. The men's games got postponed this weekend. But again, it didn't necessarily affect me because they were playing on the road. I think the women are still slated to go. But the Pacific men had their two games postponed down in Walla Walla, Washington and Spokane, Washington against Whitman and Whitworth. So, quick, 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 quick hot take. Does this make you feel like we are headed back towards a shutdown or bubble type mm. atmosphere in sports? Um, just real quick. Since yeah, I, I think we're going to have to scale back. Definitely. Okay. I, I think they're going to try to press through and keep sports going. Even right now, especially at least at the collegiate sports level, the games that are getting postponed right now – they're leaning towards trying to reschedule those games. They're not necessarily like, you know what? We're canceling it. It's over. It's not happening. Right. So right now, everybody is kind of having this optimism to let's just reschedule it and figure it out. It might push things back a little bit. Whatever the case may be, our first option is to try to reschedule. And then from there, if we can't get it done, we can't get it done. We have to weigh our other options. But, yeah, I do think there's going to be some scaling back that's Probably going to happen. I heard at Stanford, I don't know, I was just talking to a a homie on the phone randomly earlier, and he said at Stanford, they already scaled it back to where only the families can go and attend their games. It's no longer, you know, available for the general public to attend. So (laughs) I could definitely see some scaling back happening real soon, which obviously I'm not happy about. Yeah, I mean, the the limited capacity thing, like bars and restaurants that was happening when they were sort of jostling between mm-hmm. how much they were going to shut down and still trying to keep things going, quote mm-hmm. unquote. So I could see that happening, but I mean, all I know is, is that I've already kind of seen it. You know, I'm out all the time and, and uh, just, you know, for work and stuff, driving around the city, and I can see that mm-hmm. a lot of people are kind of just laying more low. Lately, you know, yeah, maybe it's a New Year's resolution for people or something. No, nah, it's it's very it's a part of yeah, it's I, I think so too. Right. It, it, right. it is coronavirus that's yeah. doing it. Like the numbers are are, are spiking once again. Um, Everything is seeming unsafe to do again. Yep. Um, yeah. The normality. At least that's the narrative that's out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. So yeah, it's uh like I said, it's back again. Games are getting postponed, <laughs> and, and I think and, it's and just to the point sort of, now where I remember for it like. The first part of it, at least for me, I'm like, 
it was almost where I'm questioning, like, damn, do y'all know anybody who got it? Because we was hearing about it in the cases and everything, but I didn't know. Then it became the, okay, I knew a few people that it touched. And then now it's like every other day another person. Somebody else poked, you know yeah, is that I really, So it's like, I think it's to that point, too, where it's finally hit home, quote, unquote, for everybody. You feel me? And so vaxxed, unvaxxed, like the whole nine has yeah. just become so confused and uh, un. You know, uncon. I mean, I don't know how to even explain it. It's just really a lot of it doesn't make sense to most. Where it's just easier to lay low. Yeah, I mean that's what I've been trying to do too. I've been in the house for the last couple of days, but th- that's uh, the beginning of the year. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. Everyone's trying to get off on the right foot, and I still think that it's important to try to do that. At least I'm trying to do that. Right. Coupled with this spike in the Omicron variant, it seems. Like that's uh, make it, it's it's really tough to do that. I'm still gonna try to do that, bro. I'm gonna tell you right now. I had a start to this this uh, year that was you know it's been rough, and I'm sure a lot of people feel like they kind of tripped at the starting line a little bit with this. But I'm feeling pretty optimistic, man. Because if we could just get through this winter and, and just keep with the program of the masks and just. I mean, we're all in. Well, here that's part of where we are too. Yeah, in yeah, it's, the, it's, yeah, just, it's yeah. a cold. And like I said, I wanted to stick to the sports aspect of it oh, because we'll get, you're, we're, you're we're, in we'll it, you know. So I just wanted to make sure that you know that's what I see making the most rumble right now. It seemed like every new week in football, it's a quarterback out. You obviously seen it at the college level. The NBA that, has become NBA. a hardship contract yeah. league. Yeah, and so with all of that being said, <laughs> I just wanted to know because I know you're a fan of wanting to keep things going, and obviously. You hate that these things happen and that things getting canceled and rescheduled, but the realist in you has to feel oh, yeah. like it's, it's going to be scaling back. Yeah, for sure. Things are scaling. That's what back. I wanted to know. Things are definitely scaling back again. A lot of what that looks like is being decided by the decision makers of said leagues, said you know conferences, whether it's the NCAA as a league at large or. The Big Sky Conference, which is the conference that I'm in and covering, like they're going to break it down to where they have to decide how they're going to go forward. Um, But, yeah, I I can definitely imagine that there's going to be some scaling. I I did a game on – we did that game on December 31st. I did the Portland State game the night before on December 30th, and both teams had like eight players tops. Mm -hmm. I heard about that. I'm talking about eight eligible players to be able to like – Go out there. Yeah, you seven and three only off the yeah, bench. Yeah, it was That's like it. yeah, it was like it, it was not good. It was like argue dang near the whole starting lineup, and 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 not all of them were COVID related, but obviously you got a few of them that are, and now. You know, you you got one and one or two players that's already dealing with some kind of nagging injury, and then a bunch of guys get hit with COVID, and then obviously the very following weekend they can't even play. So right. it's definitely spreading like a wildfire, and it's definitely causing everything to kind of pause once again. And then obviously we'll see what hap- what happens going forward. Twenty twenty two, baby. Let's Twinkie go. 22. Yo, Twinkie, I'm, how I'm, we kicking I'm it off for the ride? Twinkie, I'm ready. Let's. No, nah, I'm excited for the year, man. Like I said, obviously, you know, launching the Patreon and just everything, man. I, I'm ready to take on whatever this year has to throw at me and just. <clears throat> Wrestle, tussle, <laughs> knock it down, and move right along. Just Heisman, all that <laughs> bullshit. Just I'm ready to Heisman 2022, baby. <laughs> yeah, bro. Stiff arm, whatever I got to do to knock it down, we're going to knock this thing I'm gonna down. I'm going to look like a young Marshall Falk out there this year, bro. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. <laughs> well, well, today's going to be a football-heavy podcast because football is kind of the sugar honey iced tea right now. Antonio! Uh, We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. That was me trying to run into that one. We'll get there. Anyway. We'll get to Antonio Brown. But I want to start with John Madden. I got to start with John Madden. Rest in R.I.P. peace. R.I.P. to the legend. To John Madden. That's and a legend and an icon. He's both. He's, he's all both. the above. Yeah, he's all the above. <laughs> he's all the above. John, Le- Le- John Madden. John Legend. Yeah, John Legend. Legend. Hey, John Legend's up Where there. Where is the Now, he's a legend and an icon as well. Yes, he is. John Legend is as well. But John Madden, um, rest in peace, passed away last week and... You know, obviously, you know, you're seeing all these think pieces right now and you're just seeing everybody who is sort of receiving his death and and really memorizing his death and memorializing, I should say, his death in different ways. Because he was one of those guys that was not just a generational talent. He was able to exceed generations and be legendary 
to multiple generations for several different reasons. Obviously, his era as a coach with the Oakland Raiders. Then once he became a broadcaster and the way that he was able to excel in the broadcast space for people our age, we remember him for what he did in esports and the video game and Madden. And so just to see how he was able to transcend generations ultimately has had everybody like, yo, when I think of John Madden, this is what it takes me back to from like a nostalgic level. And to see the difference, but also the impact level not declining in regards to how he has impacted people from all these generations has been absolutely like incredible just to see, incredible to acknowledge. Obviously, you hate you have to acknowledge it in that way in his death. But even when I look at myself and I thought about it, and we had an episode last month that was titled The Fan Who Commentates. And I was talking about sort of the formula for me as a broadcaster when I go out and I'm broadcasting these games live and how I like my fandom to seep into what I'm doing as a broadcaster because I want people who are watching or listening to the broadcast to really hear my fandom and really hear my passion and my love for what it is that I'm doing. And I particularly connected that to my fandom of the Oakland Raiders and how that's molded me as a fan of sport at large. And if I take another layer back once again, that's directly correlated to a culture that John Madden cultivated within the Raider organization. Obviously you could speak to Al Davis as well, but John Madden in particular cultivated a culture within the Oakland Raiders organization that, widespread and throughout the entire NFL at large and just kind of dialing it back that far and not really knowing at the time that I was unintentionally speaking about John Madden's influence on me, but I just didn't say John Madden was the most influential person in how it is that I approach broadcasting. But the formula in particular, nobody embodied that formula of being a fan on the broadcast, the way that John Madden did. And for that, that's super dope. Like, that was that was what I kind of really felt when I thought about the impact that he had on me. But again, you got video games. You got his earlier days of broadcasting. You got all these things. How has John Madden, like, impacted and influenced you in your lifetimes? Because it's been different for all of us. Well, <clears throat> I'll come on and say basically that um, – I think it's human nature when someone passes to reflect. That's what we do. We we think about reflective times. We look back on memories. We think back on impact in certain times that stand out, yada, yada. So, again, when I heard about John Madden's passing, the reflective part of me um, noticed at the time that, damn, like, he he brought me together with family and friends throughout decades of my life from the, you know, even before 10 years old, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's crazy because we had an unfortunate death in our family um, with DeAndre, our cousin. Yeah. And Madden was a lot of the reasons why he was coming across the bridge to come full. Obviously he liked, you know, rocking with his cousins, you feel me? But (laughs) But it was like that video game and us always having the latest and greatest Madden and system was a part of the reason a, a lot of my memories recent, you know, from childhood that it bridged that. And then I took a step back and I think about a lot of my childhood friends, Jarrell Rouse, these kind of people after football games, we going to play Madden. I mean, we had designated rooms, we had tournaments, we we did it all through John Madden. So it was like, again, the impact that he has indirectly. We don't know the man personally from a can of paint, but he was able to to connect so many memories. It's like, it's crazy that 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 happened through an in innovative person in a video game, you yeah. know what I mean? But it, 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 it's, so, it's so much a part of my childhood that it is nostalgia, and you feel like you lost, like, a big homie or a uncle that you a distant uncle or something or a godfather like he was the yeah, godfather of yeah, football he felt almost so it felt like life. Yeah. you know you heard Madden 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 for as long as I can remember so mm. that that's where I I was impacted more so than anything yeah I mean like I, I'm a great I'm a big sports fan and I've never really been you know like that invested into football like especially in like my younger years right right but I mean especially as I've I've been older and I've just sort of tried to appreciate. You know, all aspects of entertainment, really. You know, entertainment is where I 
look at John Madden and go like, well, he's one of the greatest entertainers of yeah. all time. And I think that the reason why, like the biggest reason why he was able to have so much longevity and his name is synonymously attached to football mm-hmm. is because that's how he did all of the things that he did in his life totally without ego for the service of that game of football. Mm-hmm. And it's not my favorite game. I like it a lot, but I don't have the love connection to it, but you didn't have to be the type of person to be like, Oh, I love football. And I understand it on this cerebral level to see that like John Madden is that. Yeah. For I mean, the game. he was in the little giants movie and all kinds of, like, like he was a yeah, part of the- he, he serviced the game unlike anybody else. Yeah. I mean, and his legacy stands is going to stand for that forever. Yeah. And so for me, I'm just like, well, that it's like that is just the formula. I think you know, you're talking about like the formula of trying to you know do your broadcast thing and the way he has lived his life. I just feel like that's the formula for any especially creative you know pursuit. It's just like. If if there's any a time when you're like, am I not like doing this just for the love of the game? Yeah, then you're yeah. probably doing it wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And naturally, <laughs> seep through for him. Like I, said, I'll be honest fandom. with you. When you say that, it was tough for me to make a Patreon. Yeah, for that reason, sure, I've been sure. giving folks this podcast for free for four years now. Yeah, because I love podcasting. I love the sport of it. I know. Obviously, you got to get to a point where. You know, business is business, and you can't, like, run away from that for as long as you want. And even still, it was like I wanted everything to be absolutely perfect before I started accepting people's money for this because, to me, this was about elevating, in this case, I'm going to call it the sport of podcasting, more so than it is about elevating me as an individual to try to make a quick dollar off a quick hustle, and maybe if I blow up and I pop— Whoop-de-doo, you know, economically, my life's going to change forever. I never had that mentality when it came to this podcast because podcasting is such a new space, and it's a space that I obviously want to grow within, and I want to help grow and elevate in whatever small way that I can. So even doing something like a Patreon was like, I did it, and, and, and I don't feel bad about doing it, and I obviously don't regret doing it, and I'm interested to see how it goes. So all of you guys subscribe and, you know, <laughs> support the Patreon. But 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 it took me four years to even get to the point of doing it, and I've been knowing what Patreon is for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is because this ain't about the money for me. This is about me doing what I love to do and me trying to grow and, and be innovative in a space that's, in its very early stages. And I think John Madden was able to do that with American football in its earlier stages by way of coaching. Again, the culture that he cultivated and created with the Oakland Raiders was one of one. Like that's a one of one organization for so many reasons that directly attach and connect to who he is and how he was and how spirited he was as a coach. And that alone is acknowledged worldwide. Absolutely. Every other team knows Watch out for them Raider fans. Yeah. I'm just saying the nation. It's like every every fandom knows about Raider Raider Nation. Nation. And and, and like I said, outside of Al Davis, (laughs) the name most synonymous to that is John Madden. And then he was able to take that to the broadcast space. I was reading an ESPN article that I think got like republished. The article came out like last April. It got republished. And they were just talking about all the things he did within within broadcasting from – going to be able to go to practice broadcasters going to the practices before game day the yellow line that you see on tv that represents the first down marker he did that john madden created he told the broadcast hey we need to put a yellow line on the broadcast so that people can know what a first, first down, down and where is. the first down marker is that are watching that's the totally game. innovative that's bro. crazy innovative, innovative dog yeah. like that's john madden so yeah. To know that, like, it's the type said, of thing that, like, if nobody would have thought about it if he didn't, yeah, yeah. Mean, type yeah. of we thing. Would still yeah. We would still be watching NFL games with no yellow screen. lines. Yeah. Now you look at now you look at what they're doing with NFL games, like with Nickelodeon and stuff. Like that starts at such a small. That yellow line was so minuscule, and obviously at the time, a lot of people felt it wasn't even necessary. And now they're broadcasting these games in such crazy and creative ways, as I mentioned. Obviously, you know, you got the Nickelodeon broadcast. John Madden, without him, none of that happens. Right. None of that happens. So, 
Again, rest in peace to John Madden. You know, I'm glad to hear how he's influenced and impacted all of us in different ways. Again, I didn't know that I was speaking about John Madden when I was speaking about that particular formula last month, just weeks prior before his passing. But it was the first thing that I thought about, as you mentioned, directly correlating my fandom and being a part of Raider Nation right back to John Madden and the culture that he was able to cultivate there. It's just crazy. So rest in peace to a legend, man, an icon and all the things because he's all of that. Legendary. He's iconic. He's a one of one. John Madden, he's a GOAT. He is the GOAT when it comes to the sport of football at large, in my opinion. I don't think nobody's name, again, is more synonymous with the NFL in particular than that of John Madden. But now we can talk about A.B. A.B. I want to hear y'all thoughts first on this one. Because for for those that don't know, everybody should know Antonio (laughs) Brown left the field. Um, Initially, it was speculated that he was just having some mental health issues because we didn't have enough backstory yet. And obviously when he left the field, he did it in grand fashion. He took his pads off, took his shirt off, ran across the field in the locker room during a live game. And initially a lot of people thought that he quit in that moment. Well, since then he's come out, he just, he just made a statement and released a statement yesterday on Wednesday saying that, uh, you know, it, wasn't really my fault. I didn't quit. I got cut because he apparently was injured and he had been, they've been tracking his injury that entire week. And Bruce Arians wanted him to go out there and play. He said he couldn't do it. He was too hurt. And he essentially said Bruce Arians cut him on the spot. And then he exited in Two grand fashion. has been in my head this whole time you've been talking. BS. <laughs> Talk about it. I was just giving the backstory of what happened. <laughs> tell me more. Allegedly. Please tell me more. BS, bruh. Like, even if it's... Bruh, even if that... For one, the story took a few days to 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 break. That's my first thing. You got a lot of professionals and a lot of smart people around you that you have access to to write that. So, for one, maybe was that... A.B. saying his story and then somebody transcribing it into a much better way of uh, speaking. Maybe. I don't know. Two, though. So we talking about the time it took to come out and speak. Second, even if everything that he said in there was accurate and truthful, it's still a classy way to handle something. And you victimize yourself again with the whole... um, the the whole mental health situation and it being triggering and all of that kind of stuff. But with the amount of help that you have agreed and said that the organization have given you to support that and everything else, again, it's still a time and a place for everything. And I truly believe that from the the appointments that he has scheduled the next day to go see these health officials and all of these big people and getting the responses that he did and the results that he did to find out what his ailments really were. Again, if that's if that's how things really happen, you you was gonna get some airtime. You was gonna be able to speak on it, and you was gonna have this same evidence to back what you were saying. So the extra, it, it's I watched it over and over because it took so much time to undo the gloves and do it, and he damn near kind of walked and thought some more and then took some more off and then threw it and then the antics across the touch the, the, yeah, across it, the, end, the zone. end zone it was like it was still just overboard like in, in the, the reaction scheme I mean like you've talked on this podcast many a times about coaches you had that and got downright disrespectful said some low down dirty shit to you as a child for sure definitely you know what I mean and, and again I'm not supporting or backing the coach by any means because like I said that could have really happened but I think this was a prime opportunity if that did happen for AB to show some growth and how and it probably would have been received even better because of the growth he he didn't do the expected 
and he he seeks. No, he, he actually did do the expected, no, which I'm is saying, why that's the what growth wasn't seen. That, that's why. <laughs> that, that's my exact point. I'm saying, yeah. if he would have did the unexpected, because this was expected. You feel yeah. me? Now you now expect, that it's done, you're yeah. not surprised it was AB yeah, that did exactly. it. Exactly. Right. He Bruce, did if, Bruce Arians come back and and uh, refute the claim that? And that I haven't AB heard anything yet. AB AB just released a statement last night. Exactly. Bruce Arians really oh, wouldn't speak about it. He just said he's no longer on the team. That's what I'm saying is that if he would have handled it how I'm saying it would have been an opportunity for for growth to be shown for one and then for it to be even received even more hands down like oh the old AB would have went crazy and threw his jersey and got up out of there but the fact he waited seen these professionals wrote this statement and then came out and talked about it I think it would have been more of a okay like we really going to open an eye to this and really investigate how this really went down and I don't think he's going to get that same respect because of his classless action in response to whatever happened on the sideline. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just wilding. And it's like, wilding, why bro. do you care? My thing is, it's like, dude, why do you care so much? Like, if you knew that this was probably your last chance in the NFL, I understand that that hurts. But again, it, to me, it's just going back to like, look how you disservice the game. Look at your teammates. I look think at, look, about look youth at, and hell Antonio stuff, Brown, Antonio Brown, for whatever people want to speculate on, like his mental health or whatever, like, what is tried and true is that he's gone over the years further and further away from it seems that the the game is his number one priority. Right. And he's into, you know what I'm saying? And he's yeah. thinking he's he's on he's on a different plane of thought right now. Yeah. And it's like, all right, bro, cool. Maybe you are experiencing some sort of mental health crisis. You know, maybe football isn't your top priority. For me, it's like, why why disservice the game like that, dog? Like this is that's that's what. You know it's something bad's gonna happen when you when and you disservice the game, I'm bro. Saying, bro. It always does. You can say shit to people and you can say wild shit on press, you know, press conferences and all that but stuff. He made the but when game you disservice of- the game, so it always is it's wrong. It's like baseball, bro. Every you time. know what I mean? Like you're not doing when that in baseball. It like, it's it's you know just not okay. So it's like that's what I felt. It was like watching it, it was a nasty look at, you know what I mean? Even come it was so nasty that even after seeing a statement in me wholeheartedly wanting to believe everything, I'm still like, it didn't warrant the reaction. You're basically saying the coach telling you to play hurt or you're done warranted an adult tantrum in front of tens of thousands of people. <laughs> millions and, and, now. And it wasn't like a quick, <laughs> I threw my helmet. I, Tom Brady just did that shit two weeks ago. Threw the whole tablet, broke it. And, like, yeah. we see and then stuff it, what a like competitor. And, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you get shirtless and throw every piece off one by yeah, one. Yeah, taking your clothes off at work is just not going to get you at a... You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just not. No. Even, even yeah, in your the middle fingers up in the NFL end zone with your shirt off. Yeah, even in the atmosphere it's where over. it's most that's likely like, to happen. You know what I'm saying? Optically, much, it looks bro. terrible. And, and, that's, and, that's, and that's what all I... All I'm speaking from, bro. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, sound no, like, uh, you know, it was really just the classless of what he did to the game. Crazy, it was, bro. It well, was, well, here's the thing. Like, everybody's obviously trying to, like, blame this on CTE. I'm not going to necessarily go there because we can't diagnose CTE until after somebody dies. So with that, I don't even want to get into that game. Now, what I will say from more like uh, 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 after death lens, if he does end up having CTE, all of these things that you already mentioned, obviously, even this particular point as well, he would become like yeah. the poster boy of that shit. Like he would become the dude that everybody looks at and says, look at the way this dude acted throughout his career. Look what he did and how he treated women. Look how he ran off the field with his clothes look off and rapped. everything. <laughs> look how he rapped. Look at like like people are gonna God look damn. back at all of these yeah, things. Bro. I remember. Yeah, people are gonna look at back at all of these I'm things. Sorry. And I'm not trying to sound like super morbid or anything, but again, we can't diagnose CTE until after somebody dies. This doesn't help what that narrative is gonna be. Not that he yeah. necessarily cares about that, but it's gonna be a thing because he was that good of a player and mentally people saw him do things that the normal or the average person just would not do. Yep. So if he does now, obviously if he doesn't get diagnosed with it, 
Great. He's it is gonna get diagnosed is. with but, it. But we if he know does, this. we know this. Yeah, bro. but we do, but we don't. But we do. But we don't. I'd put a big bet on it. I put, I, yeah, you can saying, bet on it, but like, but but sure. again, and that's sucks. Really I mean, you know, that's a tragedy for this man. We don't. Let's be real. That's a tragedy for this man. Absolutely, crazy it's talent. an absolute tragedy. He's a crazy good talent. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right, and, and so it's a tragedy for him. It's, it's a, tragedy. a tragedy for the sport it's at a large. Tragedy for it's, his it's, people it's, who it's, care it's, about him, close to him, because it was a point. Like I said, you've seen Mike Evans, and you've seen leadership try to console and calm down. You know, in it's the like, moment, it's like a wildfire. It's like you, yeah, you, you can't. at that point, your therapist can't. It's like you're in the moment and you're losing it, and so that's what I see more than anything is a lack of control. Like you don't, you're out of body. It's an out of body experience, almost scary looking to where. Yeah, you could reflect on it a few days later, but it's like he was at the Barclays Center the next day at the game, bro. Court side, like, like nothing happened. Like nothing, nothing happened. Like his name. I, I'll tell you this. That's to, to lighten this thing up. How would you have known? Like that. One of the greatest. Ro- one of the shame. greatest music rollouts I've ever seen. Because then he dropped the song the same night. He did. Oh, did he? Yes. See what I'm saying? Did bro? he? See what I'm dropped the record the same night. His name. Like, he's trending all over the socials. But that's. That's why I'm, and then he wow. went and dropped a record, that's and then was courtside at the Nets game but the that's next why night. It's like I get what you're saying and what lane you're trying to take with the CTE shit, but it's like, bro, we've really witnessed people on a straight path throughout the NFL as we knew commit suicide, like full fledged take their lives, and it's talked about for a while in that moment, and then it dies out, bro. So he just has more antics, such as you mentioned, where it's like. Yeah, you might want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but then it's also like, bruh, like you're doing some wild shit and it's almost seemed like it's on purpose or Mm. it's drawn out. So it's like, where do you draw the line between having that sympathy and then wondering like, bruh, is this really a part of your schematics for something that we don't even know that you're doing it for until you drop a song or, you know, something like that. So it's like, again, I, I only have a problem with, the in the moment antics and how bad it looked for the game of football and as a black athlete on the football field yeah, to be yeah, honest yeah. because it, it, this this looked worse to me than that dude from the Pistons losing it on LeBron James yeah, it was a non-physical was like, oh, yeah. you know yeah, yeah. what I mean and the, the difference oh, what's of, his name <laughs> yeah what was Isaiah it? something, something yeah, yeah, we, the yeah, only thing we know him for is that what is it? Yeah, <laughs> nah. but that's what I'm saying is like for how gory and bloody and as long as that took, this looked more troubling or alarming yeah. to me. And that that says a lot. That speaks volumes, in my opinion. So Yeah. I, Do you think he's ever going to play another down in yeah, the yeah, NFL? Yeah, I was just about to say, I think the line is drawn right there at the NFL. He's, he never, play he's never crossing that again. The NFL again. is crazy. Yeah. The, I think that's what's again. crazy about it, bro. It, and again, that's why it's not baseball. It's not America's – like. This is a rowdy, short-term memory sport, bruh. And unless you don't do, unfortunately, I hate to say it or bring it up, but some stuff like Henry Ruggs, you can't come back from that. You get what I mean? Yeah. The, these kind of He didn't hurt nobody. Yeah, he, and that's what he I'm saying. He didn't hurt nobody but if, himself, and, it, and, that's exactly. not, and not even physically. And when you sure. can blame half of that on mental health or an issue or, or being or mistreated. Or being and, cutting you. I mean, look, it, he doesn't look yeah. embarrassed either. So yeah. did he even really hurt himself yeah, outside that's of not what having I'm, a job? It it's like... It don't matter you know? if he did or don't. Like I said, because it could be some discrepancy and some talk about if he really did get cut or treated bad or whatever, yes, he I will like be playing your again. Theory. I like that he's a marketing genius. He's a marketing he's genius. So that's I love crazy, that. bro. If that's Best case, musical rollout I've seen in that's a while. Case, that's the most gangster <laughs> shit I've ever heard about. <laughs> That's why I got those. That's my take. Like, BS. Yeah, bro, I quit the NFL to be a rapper, bro. Oh, that's shit. a great. It was a great crazy, way to bro. do it. Yeah. But but I do think he's gonna play another down in the NFL for the same reasons this he season? was able to play. Ooh, probably no, because not, not this season. They especially hold him hostage. No, I don't. Th- it, it has everything to do with what he said in that statement. He says that. He has to get a surgery. He he was legitimately injured. Her, yeah. So so with he that said, next year business is booming. Exactly. He, he said next year <laughs> yeah. business is booming, which means the dude needs to heal this year. And it surely wouldn't help his story and his narrative to, to play be like yeah. if I played again this year. And again, I don't I don't know. It's probably too late for him to get picked up by he anybody say that. anyway. But for him to play again this year would just that whole statement just would would mean absolutely yeah. nothing. 
if he were to do that. So that's but, a rollout too, if you didn't know. Yeah. Business is booming next year. Next year, business on, is booming. Man. I'll be back. He's but, setting it up. But what I will say is like the reason I think he's gonna play again is the same reason he played this year. Somebody is gonna advocate for him because winning is going to be the most important thing for them. Tom Brady is the right. prime example that's, that's the guy. of that. You know, Tom everybody. Brady, who is the epitome of winning in the NFL. Yeah. He A B was never Bruce Arians' guy. A B was Tom Brady's guy. And you know what? They got the Super Bowl one. Boom. They did it. They did it. They got the job done. What Tom Brady needed A B to come do for him. If Tom Brady never wins another he Super Bowl it. again, he did, it. he did it. So now when you have these other organizations that feel like we're just a wide receiver away from winning a Super yeah. Bowl, Tom Brady might have taken A B and up. said, Fuck Bruce. Like he that kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I feel you, man. He'll up and we'll see yeah. you. <laughs> Call, call AB, tell him to pack a couple extra jerseys, and tell him to get his ass over Man, here. Absolutely. CB is that kind of dude, bro. Who, so. who are y'all more excited for? Obviously, you know, I'm speaking after Kyrie already made his return yesterday, but Kyrie came back yesterday, had a good game. Clay Thompson will be back this Sunday. What was the more anticipated return? Clay, Clay, Clay all day. Clay I agree. All day. Every I agree. Time. All day. Clay. I agree. Why? The, the, the I just want to hear more because y'all know I, I rock because with Because Clay, Clay so. Thompson is the most, like, incendiary. Like, it's really outside of Steph Curry. He's the most, like, just straight up incendiary. There's the only word I can think of. Incendiary player of, like, really of all time. Nobody in the history of the NBA catches fire like that dude. True. And he, just the way he performs and the energy in that arena, regardless that, of what was that? That ain't the reason for I me. don't know. Keep going, though. Yeah, the, 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 I'm the just saying that, me. like, the, the energy in there is going to be so crazy. It's going to be so wound up that they're going to give Clay looks and he's going to knock shots down. And the, and the fanfare and the night of his return is going to be played on ESPN the whole time. Like, there's okay. going to be, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to have yeah. way more cultural I impact. think my reason is better than yours. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> All, you right, let's hear it. All right, Because of how the Warriors is playing already huh. without him, bro. I didn't expect the Warriors to be this good. And for that, the same reason why I was kind of worried about how the Nets would look last night, and they did start off losing by about 15 or 18 points, is the camaraderie. We know that. The Warriors, with their MO and with their chemistry, is made up of. But with Clay being out as long as he has been and these younger guys being able to step up, are people able to shift and fall back within certain roles? It, does the d- this level of momentum stick because they are playing uh, above what we all expected until Clay came back? So that's one piece of it for me is just seeing it on a team sure. side of basketball, getting point. such an intricate part of your team back, but already doing so well. How does it meet in the middle yeah. at such a valuable time? Because we know that it's about to get rid of it. Which I don't think is going to take away from the no, words at no. all. It, you know, no, it, I mean, I think whether it does or not translate, like I would probably be willing to bet that every single youngster on that team is whatever Clay, whatever we need to do. And, I, to and make that's what work. I think. But Everybody it loves always, Clay Thompson. It's, it's yeah. easy to say, harder to do right sure. now, especially when things are quote unquote working. So that's yeah, the first that's reason. And then the second reason is just being, it's been way more far-fetched since we seen Clay in live action. We didn't see yeah, Cliff's it's been, some years. it's been some years. I didn't seen Kyrie in recent enough time to where I know what he's going to do, how he's yeah. going to play, what he's going to bring to that Nets team. But I'm ready to see Clay oh, ball man. again. Yeah, he was that dude. I think, I think, I think obviously, all biases aside, I would obviously say Clay as well. But a lot of it has to do with, yes, the amount of time since we've seen Clay in comparison to the amount of time since we've seen Kyrie. But also, Clay's return lacks controversy. It just more so upholds like perseverance. Kyrie's return still has some controversial elements to it. He still can't play home games. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still because it's still, all the other players got the, COVID. It, yeah. He not. Yeah, it's a lot going on. It's a lot attached to it <laughs> that could turn you off to Kyrie even returning, where there's nothing that can turn you off by Clay returning, yeah. except for the fact that this dude persevered through an ACL and an Achilles tear, and He's back. And just to see him back alone is just like last year when we had Jason Verrett on the podcast and he went through the same injuries, the same exact injuries, and was able to come back 
and be an NFL Comebacks Player of the Year finalist. Those kinds of persevering stories, they stand out to just general society at large in ways like when we have Barrett on, you didn't have to be a sports fan to be like 100% engaged in his story and 100% engaged to the perseverance element of his story where somebody like a Kyrie, again, you can be turned off by his political stances. You can be turned off by how the, the virus has been politicized at large. You could be turned off by his workplace practices and the fact that he's not full-time as a worker with his team while everybody else does have this full-time commitment. There's so many things that you could be turned off by with Kyrie returning where you just can't be nothing but happy for Clay Thompson. Everybody loves Clay. You can't be nothing but happy for him. Speaking of back to what you said too, uh, I forgot what word you used, but Clay Thompson is Clay Thompson's return is going to be must-see TV. Yeah, absolutely. I knew that Kyrie came back, and I didn't care to tune. I had others. I wasn't doing nothing too important, but it was more important than making sure I seen Kyrie's first game back. I know that I'm going to be sitting in front of a computer or a TV watching the return of Clay Thompson. I'm going to have both. It's Sunday, but the the only thing I don't like about it is, for me, it's two things that's must-see TV at the same time. You obviously got this Clay situation, and then the Raiders and the Chargers are playing for the playoff to, for a wild card for a wild spot, card spot on Sunday Night Football, and they're both going to be going be on at the same the time. You're, you're be I'm watching the Raiders first. I'm, pro- I'm going to be honest. Be back and forth. I'll prioritize the Raiders, or maybe I'll just put my headphones in and have the Clay thing on my phone because I just want to see the initial return. I can go back and forth and follow the game as it goes or have it up on my laptop or something, but I want to hear and see the initial return and him – Maybe like making his first bucket. Obviously, the standing ovation he's gonna get yeah. when they announce the starters yeah. and he steps onto that floor. I got two but, TVs but in my room. I'm prioritizing that Raider Charger game. Crazy prop bets for that. I'm prioritizing that Raider Charger game. No, it's too big of stakes on the quick. line. We sucked on our last bet and take, and my pockets felt it the last time we got on this podcast. Well, I suck generally at betting, so I stay out of it. <laughs> okay, but I, I like hearing y'all takes though, with your heart not in it. Who do you bet on in that game? Who 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 advances ultimately? The Chargers or the Raiders? I'm gonna let Spencer go. I don't. I, yeah. I, I this is on you, Spence. I want the Raiders to win. That's who I'm rooting for. I didn't ask for your heart. I, all, all I got to give is my heart. Raider Nation all the way, baby. <laughs> so don't go with me because I'm going to tell you, it's Raider Nation, up, even D-boy. if, even if my mind like is that? telling me no. Because you, know, you know what I'm going to say. you know what I'm going to say. My mind's telling like me no. I like the Chargers but, uh, in that one. I really Raiders, do. Raiders are the three-point underdogs. I like the Chargers in that one. I do. I do. I'm not going to speak on I like the Raiders. But I want the Raiders to win. I like the storyline better. This this is where you got to put an engineer from behind a computer and tell him, (laughs) Zeb, he's the football guru in here. I think think John Madden is looking over us. We're going to get the job done. Raider Nation, baby. We got the spirit of John Madden that's going to carry us across the finish line, baby. (laughs) Raider Nation forever. And that's how we're closing out the episode, the very first episode of 2022. Y'all got anything y'all want to promote? Nah, Everything's that, that canceled, so you, you don't have you have nothing to promote. <laughs> wake up and wake up and win. We're gonna be here with you all year long. Absolutely, baby. Looking forward to 2022. Happy New Year to you all. On that note, we're gonna leave y'all the only way that we know how, and that is to stay woke and go, go win. win.